Precious Lord, can we just thank the Lord again? Let's bring our hearts back to focus on the Lord. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Esse katanaga baba sandara daga baragaba Esse katanaga baba 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 Esse ketelege borosoko tayanaga baba shanda Ose katayanaga baba ali kabaraba satelebo Hallelujah can you pray for utterance for me The Lord will grant grace my heart has been musing over so many things whether the Lord will Release grace. That's what he wants us to hear. Heart. And the portion that has been allocated for me to teach today. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for mercy to follow you clearly, my father. Thank you for mercy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to pray for everyone who is listening. Those who are listening online. Those who are listening here physically. That the hearts will be open. That understanding will come. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. I just want to... Um, thank the Lord for this conference and um, apologize that we didn't give this conference the much attention we should have given it in preparation for it um, because of the urgency we have very pressing urgency to leave this facility and um, the pressure is much so we where we have been focusing on how to leave this place to a place that is not quite ready doesn't have the capacity to carry everything that we have here yet it would have in the future but yet it doesn't have so um because of that so I just want to apologize to God's people. The many people that should have been here that are not here because we didn't prepare well. And uh, much intercession. We usually pray. And it's not that we haven't been praying. <laughs> We've been on a 21-day fast. Now because it's a corporate thing, I can talk about it openly. It's not that I want to, you know, advertise that we're fasting but the fasting is corporate we threw it open praise god um just asking because it was an instruction for us to do it to live here or to go there by god 
by the power of God, not in our own strength. So all our energy has been in um, seeking the Lord's hand and the Lord's mercy as we live here. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Lord, um, the things that we didn't do right, we ask that you cover us with your blood. And yet, even in the way things have worked, we trust that it will work for our good. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, I want to honor my husband um, that has helped to hold the direction of this work fiercely. Even me, sometimes I try to push him in a certain direction and he just you know, doesn't move. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, God bless you. Thank you for the honor. Thank you for loving God's people. You are not a man without weakness, but thank you for loving God's people. Hallelujah. Um, who was preaching? I think it was Tokwe. Was it what Tokwe was saying? Talking about mercy. A man who has a lot of mercy. He himself is not perfect. And because he has abundance of mercy for others, he would always find mercy. I think my husband is such a man. Hallelujah. And uh, the scripture that came to my heart was, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. You will find mercy, sir. In the name of Jesus. Yes, I believe that very strongly. I want to also thank all the people, all the men of God that have ministered to us. And um, those that are yet to minister. And those that are here not ministering, just listening. It's great humility, isn't it? To be a man of God and not you know, want to grab the microphone or desire desperately that you too will be called upon to preach. Maybe you even know more than those who are preaching. So I want to honor all the pastors that are here. Pastor Wiki is here with his wife. Pastor um, Bishop Ademi. Pastor um, Donald. Pastor Sa. I can't remember your name now. <laughs> I went to your church to preach two weeks, two Sundays ago, sir. Pastor. Yes, sir. We want to honor you. Thank you so much. Pastor Thomas. Hallelujah. Pastor Ayo. Thank you so much. Pastor. Sorry, daddy. Pastor Oliver. And I was thinking about Pastor Oliver two days before the conference. I was actually going to ask you that. Are you sure you have not offended Pastor Oliver? Because I haven't seen him for a while. Hallelujah. Yes, thank God for men of stature. There are men that have raised, been raised in stature that can never be offended. If you're such a man, it's a wonderful gift. Praise God. That's, that's where the measurements are. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Francis, my son, for my son. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The words you gave yesterday, the light was sky. Oh my God. The light was so much. You know, if you didn't become a pastor, then um, 
this whole thing about prophetic would have been a lie if my son didn't become a pastor. He began to hear the voice of God at less than four years. Okay? And um, if you asked him what he wanted to be as a child, I want to be a pastor. I want to be a pastor. And even when he could pronounce the word properly, I want to be a pastor. And every of his father's friend was pastor, uncle pastor, uncle pastor, uncle pastor. Hallelujah. At about age eight, nine, he Bible trivia. To see whether you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. At about age eight, nine, he could, you could ask him any question from the Bible, Bible trivia. He had it, he loved God from day one. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I know that Satan has wrestled with him a bit. But he has not won. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So I honor the grace of God upon your life. And um, I'm looking forward to the many years that we will run this race together. As, as a brother, you are my brother in the faith. And the tribulation... Of the what? Of the saints. Tribulation and patience of the saints. Hallelujah. Tokwe, thank you so much. You are my sister and my daughter. Hallelujah. Yes, she's a son. <laughs> Hallelujah. There were some things that happened here that when I remembered you, tears filled my eyes. And I said, if Tokwe was around... Maybe this would never have happened. That's how dear you are to me. I'm even crying. I love you so much. I love your husband. I know I'm not... Um... Nothing can come between me and all the brethren. That's the truth. <laughs> Personality is special because it was from you, sir, that I learned intimacy. It was from him. We have been hearing, you see all these things we are preaching today? We have been hearing it since. I started hearing it from about year 2000. I read first from Rejoiner, and then you know the company we were with? They teach all these things. However, I am a practical believer, unfortunately. I look for fruit. I look for evidence. I see things in the scripture. I want to see them manifest. I don't want stories. I don't want excuses, right? So as I looked, I saw that the men who preached perfection were nowhere near perfect. The things they preached against, they did it. They just didn't have the opportunity. When there was an opportunity to be meek, humble, to love sacrificially, it was lacking. To criticize, I learned to criticize the body of Christ from that company. I'm sorry. 
I, I, I have to say it. Okay, honey, you remember those days? I used to fight with him. I said, we, this is not what it should be. Why do we condemn every other church, every other pastor, every other ministry? It can't be. We can't be the only ones that are right. We can't be the only ones that are right. So those are the things that distanced my heart. You know, and unfortunately, when things are, you you will suck from that milk too because you are there and you find traces of those things, except you are very intentional about checking them out. Praise God, because like she was saying, um, we are members of the same body, and there are specific things that joints will supply. There are those whose givings, whose callings are working of miracles. That is what they will do. They will work miracles. Now, the man who is working miracles is not greater than the teacher that does not know how to heal a headache. He's not greater. It's just that the church hasn't been taught right. If the church has been taught right, the people in the church will not even be looking for those who work miracles because everyone in the pew should be a miracle worker. The healing, the workings of miracles will be outside to a sign to bring believers into the kingdom of God. And then when they enter inside the church, the job of the teacher and the pastor is to teach them, to establish them. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when we started our meeting back in the house, um, Pastor Danadi began to teach about intimacy. And I, I'm like, this is it. This is, this is the secret to change. Because I myself have been listening to the the change messages right the messages the, the 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 gospel of righteousness or the word of righteousness and yet no change you yourself you are angry too you yourself can talk back you know you yourself are still not quite so yes yeah, so what is it that will birth the change and i found out that you can't change without intimacy you can't. It's not possible. You can't become a meek person. You can't be broken without intimacy. So that's why I love. Yeah, he caught something in my heart. <laughs> he taught me something. I acknowledge men who teach me many things. You know, I have men out there. I, each time Pastor Chris Oyakilome comes on TV, I take my husband here and I said, "Say that that man taught me something." Because there was a time in my life, every morning, my children and I would come downstairs for two years straight running. God was trying to bring me out of the doctrines of the devil. It was so hard. I'd exalted the operations of witches and wizards and Satan so high that even the natural fly is a, is a devil. It's a stronghold. I lived in fear for those two years. I couldn't go outside at 12 noon in the day broad daylight inside my own compound i cannot go outside when i come outside i'll be afraid i'll be looking for monitoring spirits i said they are monitoring me if i go somewhere drive and park when i come and if i see a, a lizard i'll say hey see the monitoring agent they've come now i wasn't telling anybody those i was saying it to myself and i lived under fear caged under fear and i was wondering how would i get out of this this is not the word of god this is not christ this is not Christ. I should have authority over these things. 
How did I enter this place? How did I? I wasn't that kind of a believer before. I was bold as a lion without knowledge. I would walk, go outside 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the night. I would confront anything and anyone. So how did I now become a scary cat that even Wogeko, once I see Wogeko, my heart will skip. Who knows what they've come to do now? Maybe they'll trouble my husband's business. Maybe this. What, what is this? And the Lord said, go back to faith. Go and learn faith. So I went to learn faith. I sat down every morning. I'll bring my children. Three hours straight. We never missed it. Six to nine. On channels television. That was when the epistles opened to me. New creation man opened to me. Not the excessive new creation man. You know. There's, they were in that spot. No, no, not that one. The true Christ. The, the, what, the righteousness. The the, the, the nature we have received and who we are in our spirit man. God began to teach me those things. And as he taught me, through that man of God, fear was leaving me. Taught me practically how to overcome fear. Say, don't be afraid. He said, talk to fear. Say, I refuse to fear. Say, I refuse to fear. I would say, I refuse to fear. And I was practicing it. As I was practicing it, it was working. Praise God. You know, God brings people at different stages of your life, different phases of your life for you to learn some things. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, thank you so much. And there are so many other people here that have contributed. Pastor Douglas, I remember the first day you went to dinner. You went out with Pastor Douglas. Can you remember? You can't remember. You remember. And he didn't respond to anything that he saw. He didn't respond to. You know, when you take a man to a place he's never been before, right? There are some brethren, there are some, some pastors, and I don't mean this in a derogatory manner, right? They've never gone abroad. They've spoken against vanity like, if you even buy a ticket, you are being vain. But that's just because they haven't gone. Then the day they go, Jesus, they've met heaven. You will see their pictures. They will sit in a hotel. You will see pictures. And you will go to Facebook. You will see the whole thing splashed everywhere. And, you know, at that time, I, I still had a bit of the critical spirit. And I'm like, huh. This is vanity, isn't it? You guys are... <laughs> so so, so you, you, you were just criticizing these things because you didn't have it. Now that you have it, it's no longer a sin. <clears throat> so I remember... That was what gave you my heart. Or gave me, how do you say it? Pastor Douglas. Yes. That was what endeared you to me. I said, okay. He's living what he's preaching. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. So I just want to honor everybody. I want to honor those who have been here, those who are online. God bless you. Thank you so much for standing with us. Hallelujah. So I listened so beautifully to yesterday's message. I'm going to take my cue. I have a few things to say. I've already, I don't know if it's a waste, like 15 minutes gone. I taught real life, practical life. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I want to take a cue from what my son shared yesterday and what talk were shared today i want to see if it is will be possible to bring the heart of god 
um, for us from one or two dimensions they came from. Hallelujah. As I listened yesterday, what I saw was the need for the watchman to arise. Hallelujah. The need for watchman, for the watchman in this season. The need for gatekeepers in this season. Hallelujah. Exactly by this time last year, September Watchman Conference, the Lord spoke to us and told us that he had given us a seven-year season to come into something, come into statues, and gave us three different levels of statues, I believe. And it's funny, one year is already gone, right? So I don't know how many of us paid attention to those words that came last year. And I don't know how many of us have you can measure your life from the time that word was given to now one year is gone one year is gone it's important that we're measuring our race as we're running it right we're measuring our race as we're running it measuring our race hallelujah thank you jesus can we just pray in the spirit? Oba sakatana gabashi katu yaliga babara sand. Mesokotana babashande regebo. Mesekete keliga dagabara. Esomaria gabasande legebo bobo shikara dagaba. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my akahasan talibaragabashi katana babasanda. Hallelujah. Now, it is important. It is important that you, you locate the gates. It is important that you locate your gates. In this season, I'm not talking to children. I'm looking at everybody who is here. You are not without knowledge. So I'm not going to start trying to build us up from the scratch anymore. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're not without. So it's important that you locate the gates that you have been called to man. In the revelations of Jesus Christ, there were things that Tokwe said that is so, so very important. Ability to carry the body. Well, so we must understand that the, the assignment is not what, if, what, what we are seeing outside. The assignment is about people. The assignment is that Christ will be revealed in Pastor Uchi. Christ will be found in him. Christ will be found in me. So the labor of each and every one of us, according to the measurement of your own growth, is that you labor for Christ to be found in you and for Christ to be found in your brethren. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we, 
must of necessity become burden bearers and carriers of the burdens of Christ. Very important. Praise the Lord. We know what that Christ be revealed in us is. We know what it is. Don't we know what it is? The nature of Christ. My way, my son preaches every day, every time. Is nature of Christ, nature of Christ, nature of Christ. So if your life has not moved forward, if you have not changed, if you have not acquired a certain measure of that image at this time, and you've been in this company for two years, you have wasted your time. You were not here. You were not here. And I believe that the days that we have spent in this cave, you know, day before yesterday, while we were praying, I saw why God kept us here. It's to raise men. To raise, raise men. The way the men that came to David, to David were raised in the cave of Adullam. Hallelujah. Weak men. Men that were in depth. And while we were praying during that 6 a.m. prayers, mentally, I could calculate the state of people when they joined us. And honestly, I know where many of them are today. They have been raised. And I remember I used to say, and I said, the reason why we are few today is because you have to be raised for the harvest. This is not the harvest. This is training ground. This is training season. So it is required that those who are not going to be part of that building, as in the craftsmen of that building, will be separated. So that those that will give their hearts to the work can be raised and our hearts will be knit together for the work of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we've been here laboring over souls, laboring over people, trusting God for change in the lives of people. Praise God. Some of the things that we do, you don't know. As, well, as I'm talking to you now, some people are on a 40-day fast. Not for themselves, but for specific things happening in the lives of different, different people. They brought everybody. Something is not right here. Something is not right here. Something is not right here. This should not be happening in our midst. This should not be happening in our midst. And they decided to set themselves apart for 40 days to fast and pray. So that people can enter into destiny. You see, Satan doesn't like Christ in us. Satan doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want you to love. He doesn't want you to forgive. He doesn't like the purity of heart. Satan likes wickedness. Satan likes hardness of heart, unforgiveness. Because those are things that give him, give him room to strike. Those are things that give him room to strike. Hallelujah. Francis said something yesterday. And he said that the gospel of the kingdom, that struck me, that hit me hard. Okay, maybe that's actually my first time of um, saying, okay, this is the summary of this gospel of the kingdom. And I've taken that. That is the truth. He said the gospel of the kingdom is that God will be found inside men all over the world. So when the Bible says that, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all nations, and then the end will come, right? What God is saying is that in every nation, there will be people that will house God, or that are housing God, have inherited God, received Christ, not just as... Uh, 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 um, um, Sorry? 
not just as personal, not even personal. When Lord is your, when Jesus is your Lord, you've entered into some level of sonship. Savior, not just as Savior, but as Lord. Praise the Lord. So the gospel is not complete. The gospel of the kingdom is that message that will form Christ in a man. And that gospel, Bible says that gospel must be preached in every nation. So that now, sons of God will be everywhere. That the knowledge of the glory of God will what? Cover the earth as the water has covered the sea. So the assignment is very, very important. We must see it. And this is the unity of the faith. This is what all the fivefold ministries should see and journey together. Irrespective of your office and irrespective of your giftings. Whatever giftings that you are operating, that must be behind the wisdom informing those gifts. Did you hear what I said? Because we can't say he didn't give gifts to the body. He gave gifts to the body. Now when I understand that the giftings is my portion, my own allocation, my own contribution, it ensuring that the gospel of the kingdom is preached in all nations, then the manner with which I administer that gift will come under the administration of the Holy Spirit. said that the offering up of the Gentiles may be what? Acceptable unto God. Being what? Sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at um, 1 Peter chapter 1. Am I sure I want to go to 1 Peter chapter 1? I want you to take time and read Ephesians chapter 3 and you know that will give more the mystery of Christ, right? What did Paul say the mystery of Christ is? Huh? Paul said Christ in us, that mystery that was hidden from ages, right? When they opened it, what did they see? Christ in us. Hallelujah. And because of that, the commission, the assignment is to preach Jesus Christ. He said, this Jesus Christ, whom we preach. Jesus Christ, whom we preach. So, the message is Jesus Christ until he is revealed in us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, let me read um, the scripture. First Peter chapter 1 verse 13 Wherefore guard up the loins of your mind Be sober and hope to the end For the grace that is to be brought unto you At the revelation of who? Of Jesus Christ So there is a a hope that there is a grace that God will deliver to us, right? When Christ is revealed in us. Okay? There's a grace that, and Bible is saying here, he said, guard up the loins of your mind and be sober. Don't be distracted. Okay? Don't be distracted. Don't be confused. 
Be sober. The reason you have to be sober is because of the flow of life. I loved that yesterday. When, when Francis described the seals being the breaking apart of the things that hinder the flow of God into our lives. And that all the seven seals are the different blockages that are hindering us. And when all of them are broken up, we see that there will be a flow of divine life, divine wisdom, divine instruction, the flow of life from God the Father into Jesus Christ. And this is how, I mean, into us. And this is how Jesus was raised by the operations of the seven spirits of God. So these seven spirits of God, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of knowledge and understanding. These seven spirits, I didn't say them in order, but these are the seven spirits. They are the things that must raise a believer. And it has become, it is compulsory, it is important that we must begin to engage with these spirits in the place of intimacy. First, if you're not spending time with the Lord, the Lord will not change you well. You will not be changed enough, right? It will be half-baked. Have you ever seen a cake that is half-baked? Huh? Or something that is half-baked? The reason for that half measure is lack of intimacy. The flesh, man, is so strong. Who was saying that um, wrestling with man? Was it Pastor Danadi? yesterday, right? Man is so strong that angels, even God can wrestle with man. God is not fighting. My spirit will no longer strive with man. Huh? God can't fight with man. Man is stronger than God. So, you know, we have this thing that we say, ah, if God said it, it must happen. Not so. The will of God can stop a man. The will of God can stop a man. Praise God. There's only one thing the will of God cannot stop. The day of the Lord. Is on that day you will know that God is God. Praise God. And for that day, God has instructed us to allow us to be broken by the rock. Did I, do you understand what I'm saying? Because of that day, God is begging all creation. Right now, Jesus is a beggar at the door, right? I say, I stand at the door of your heart and I, I'm knocking. He said, if any man will hear my voice and open, I will come in and sup with him. But he says, he didn't say, I will come to the door of your heart and open it. He said, I will knock. I will knock. And when I knock, if you hear, they will hear. They will hear. But why he said if is that the hearing there he's talking, he's referring to, is the hearing, hearing. Hmm? If they hear and agree, if they hear and accept, then they will what? Open their hearts. He said, then I will come in. And I will sup with you. What that that supping? What is coming to change the heart? It's coming to change the feastings of the Lord. All of these feastings that we're talking about. Don't go. Don't look for feastings anywhere. Feasting is feasting from the seven spirits, so that we can change and come into the revelation of Jesus Christ. Come into the manifestation of the nature of Christ. Hallelujah. If you observe days and months and new moons and old moons, right? And stars and the galaxies and interpret uh, the woman. Uh, 
and all the things that you will interpret, and yet you are really not feasting with the Lord, those things, they mean nothing. They will mean nothing to God. That's why God said in the scripture, your old, your oblations, they mean nothing to me. The, when you observe your new moons and your, eh? And your full whatever, and all the oblations, all the sacrifice. In fact, he says it's an abomination to me. I don't want to hear it. Why? Because you are doing those things and you are committing idolatry. Your heart is far away. You are still doing iniquity. So your heart is far away. Those things don't mean much to me. What I want is the real feasting of the Lord. The real feasting of the Lord is the communion of our hearts with the seven spirits of God. Please, can you put on this fan? The, um, um, please, this AC, turn it on, please. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. So in all of these understandings, praise the Lord, all the things we've heard, what the submission that I want to bring to us is that God is calling us as watchmen. The time to be watchful is now. The time to be a watchman is now in this community for the past two years at least if you have been hearing then you must be a watchman you cannot be a casual sit down and your sitting down is ceremonial I have plenty of it on this <laughs> sir Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go to Isaiah chapter 21. Let me enter my message properly. Isaiah chapter 21. I doubt that I'll be able to finish, but... The burden of the desert of the sea, as well winds in the south pass through, so it comes from the desert, from a terrible land. A grievous vision is declared unto me. The treacherous dealer dealeth treacherously, and the spoiler spoileth. Go up, O Elam, besiege, O Media, all the sighing thereof have I made to cease. Therefore are my loins filled with pain. Pangs have taken hold upon me as the pangs of a woman that travaileth. I was bowed down at the hearing of it. I was dismayed at the seeing of it. My heart panted. Fearfulness affrighted me. The night of my pleasure, pleasure hath he turned into fear unto me. Verse 5 says, prepare the table. Watch in the watchtower. Eat, drink, arise, you princes, and anoint the shield. For thus had the Lord said unto me, Go, set a watchman. Let him declare what he sees. Set a watchman. Let him declare what he sees. 
Hallelujah. And he saw a chariot with a couple of horsemen, a chariot of asses and a chariot of camels. And he hearkened diligently with much heed. And he cried, a lion, my Lord, I stand continually upon the watchtower in the daytime. And I am set in my ward whole nights. And behold, here cometh a chariot of men with a couple of horsemen. And he answered and said, Babylon is fallen. Is fallen. And all the graven images of her gods, he has broken onto the ground. Oh, my threshing and the corn of my floor, that which I have heard of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, have I declared unto you. Hallelujah. Thank you. So this is the instruction of the watchman. Go stand on the tower and see. Watch. We do not watch. We don't watch like security men. Right? We watch in the spirit. We carry the burdens of the Lord and we watch in the spirit. Praise the Lord. Now, this is the instruction of this community right now. Every man a watchman. Every man a gatekeeper. A gatekeeper of the kingdom. Gatekeeper of the, of the body. Gatekeeper of your ecclesia. Gatekeeper of your home. Gatekeeper of your family. Gatekeeper of another man's life. Now, God can appoint to you a brother, a sister, to watch over that brother or sister until change comes into his life. Because what do you want to see? You want to see Christ formed in him. Right? You want to see Christ formed in him. It's not for us to see brethren, and I'm talking about genuine brethren in our midst, who are struggling. You see, the assignment has left much of, there's a place for teaching from the pulpit because you must teach from the pulpit. You can't throw that away. But it has to go beyond that. Okay? Every man's hands right now must be on the plow. Every man must join in the building. It's not pastor's responsibility. It's not pastor's responsibility. Because the reason why pastor is pastor is to raise men for the work of the ministry. And the work of the ministry is men. is human beings. Praise the Lord. And in the midst of us, there will be miracle workers. There will be those that will stand and watch and say, these ones, these things happening to them must stop. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because ex until someone sent a message yesterday on one of the smaller groups of the Lambswife community. I think on one of the either goodness or joy. I can't remember. And the person was asking I think yes, it was yesterday's message. Who listened to yes? Who is in Lambswife here? Who listened to message? Was it about the about the man child? Have we have we posted the message on the on the man child? Why the why three p.m. watch? Okay, so the person listened to the message and said he she wanted or he wanted more information. Is if we had more teachings about the man child? Praise God. Now. The man-child will not be born except we labor. Except the watchmen labor. Except the gatekeepers labor. 
Because there are, there are man-child man in your midst. They are in your company. And some of them are walking with crooked legs. Huh? Some of them are walking with crooked legs. I believe that this conference is the conference of Elites. You know, this is a believer's conference. And it's an equipping conference for men that have journeyed a bit. Praise God. So that you will receive capacity, you receive might and strength to help the feeble and the weak-minded. A sister logged on yesterday and listened to you while you were preaching. And she was with us, you know. And she sent me a text message. She said she can't believe how far she has fallen. That she couldn't understand Pastor Danladi anymore. And Pastor Danladi preached a very simple message yesterday. Abina, right? Praise God. So when she said that, I'm like, hmm, spiritual things are really locked. Oh. When they lock it, they lock it. And when you step aside, eh? Hebrews chapter 2, he said, We must give the most earnest heed. To the things which we have heard, lest at any time we let them sleep. Now, these were people that were drinking your messages before. She said she couldn't understand what you were saying. So, the rest is not a joke. Satan is not joking. Huh? Satan is very serious. Satan wants to truncate that timing of God. He wants it aborted. I'm speaking to watchmen. That will understand the timings of God and the seasons of God. And position themselves to watch. To stand on the wall. You will watch. The watches are in different dimensions. You will watch over you. You will watch when the wolf comes in. Somebody must be watching. A wolf has entered. Somebody must be watching. When Delilah is around. Eh? Delilah wants to marry our sons. It's not because they are in love with them. It's because that lock on Samson's head must be shaved. They, they must shave that hair. If they shave it, the strength of Israel is gone. So a watchman must understand that I need this man, this Samson, must stand. So I will set a guard around his life. No Delilah will come here. Hallelujah. It can't happen to you when all you do is <laughs> you don't read the Bible. You don't repent of sins. Eh? When you stumble, you don't repent. You are resistant to repentance. The Spirit can't pour oil on you. I had an experience yesterday. I read something on the chat. I won't, I won't say exactly what it is on this platform. I'll say it when we're on a Zoom meeting. I read so, and when I saw that, that thing, I went on my knees. I, I thought back and I repented. I said, oh Lord. In fact, I felt so sorry. I felt like hiding. You know? So what was it? It was like I did not honor a word of knowledge from a man of God. That was what my utterance represented. So I repented so much. And 
two or three days ago, I was asking the Lord, I've led prayers for since the new um, we we the new lamb's wife people, the batch, since they came in, I've led prayers a couple of times. The prayers were good. However, I saw that my entrance into what was happening in their lives was not quite the way it used to be. And I was just questioning that in my heart, asking the Lord, I said, what is going on? Am I not praying enough? And I pray every night. I mean, Pastor Douglas says he has, you do four hours every night, right? Do you say out of your four hours, you split it every night? Praise the Lord. Two reasons. And the other three hours to pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are many people in this community, if they don't pray at night, they're not alive. They pray ceaselessly. They pray all the time. That's how come we are able to stay alive. Otherwise, if it don't blow us, come on, sins. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just begging for the mercy of God to finish the race. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, I repented. As, as I went to bed, I repented again. I repented. I was so sorry. I repented much more than the sin I committed. Praise God. Now, when I led prayers this morning, I was shocked. That door just opened again. That operation, that gifting just opened again. What, what brought it back? Repentance. Repentance. So, repentance is what a priest, a gatekeeper, why? We're still in the flesh. I mean, we're still in this vessel. I don't mean we are fleshly. You can't afford to be fleshly. Flesh must die. We've said it enough. Flesh must die. Whatever that is required to kill the flesh, we must submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit so that our flesh and the pleasures and the desires of the flesh will die. However, because we're still in the body, in the physical body, we are still, there's a bit, there's still limitation, right? Those are the limitations Paul was groaning about. And the limitations of this flesh have to give way. So you would make mistakes. You would do things that are wrong sometimes. Never ever arrogate to yourself that you have been perfected to the degree that you do not have to repent. You are in big error when you find yourself there. You are in big error when you find yourself there. Hallelujah. Okay, this time is not friendly at all. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 31. Hallelujah. I want to read from verse 3. The Lord had appeared of old unto me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Again, I will build thee, and thou shalt be built, O virgin of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. The Lord will build us up. Amen. 
through the ministry of the fivefold, through the ministry of the giftings of the spirit, the gifts, <clears throat> the gifts of Christ, the gifts of the spirit in our midst will be built up. And Bible is saying that when we are built, we shall be built. Hallelujah. Thou shall again be adorned with thy tablets and shall go forth in the dances of them that make merry. Thou shalt yet plant vines upon the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall eat them as common things. For there shall be a day that the watchmen upon the Mount Ephraim shall cry, Arise ye and let us go up to Zion unto the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Now Zion is the highest place in Israel. Highest place. Zion is the mountain of the Lord. Zion is the hill of the Lord. Zion is the habitation of Almighty God. So Zion will be made up of people. Let me break it down, right? Zion will be made up of people. And these people are the company of the man-child. Hallelujah. Now this company are the ones that the cry will come from them. The cry to the church, the rest of the body. It's not an empty noise. It's a cry of intercession. Okay? It's a cry that will open gates, that will open territories. Hallelujah. It's a cry that will cause men to be birthed in the spirit. That cry is now. It's sounding now. Let us go up to Zion. Let us be strengthened. Let us put on our shoes and journey to Zion. There is no more time. There's no more time. There's no more time to be wasting with gossip, to be wasting with the things of the earth, to be wasting with, you know, you did this to me. You didn't do this. Your ministry is bigger than my own. Your ministry is smaller. This person is ahead. That person is not ahead. There is no time for that. Put on your shoes. Start walking. While, instead of thinking about those, those things, enter into your closet and use 30 minutes to pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. If you think you have lost time, go and redeem time. Time can be redeemed. Time can be redeemed. Yes, that the locust and the palmer woman and the caterpillar can be redeemed. And we redeem them in fastings, in prayers, in intercession, in seeking the Lord, in waiting on the Lord. One thing I want everyone in this community to labor desperately for is intimacy in the place of meditation. I want us to fight for it. Now Satan will wrestle, wrestle it from you. You can be faithful in it for one month. He will come and he will want to take it away. But I want us to enter. That is my own cry right now. Enter there and don't come out until Jesus comes. If you have to be an effective watchman. If you have to be an effective gatekeeper. Because it is there that you will see. Right? It is there that you will see. I know we are preaching and people are hearing. And I know you are reading your Bible. But as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It is there you will be led by the Spirit. It is God that God will show you what he wants to show you. Is there? Is either you see it by open visions or you see it by knowing in the heart. 
And I want us to practice praying and continuing with prayers. Now, some people don't have private closets because of praying along the road. It is wrong. I believe it is wrong. Why do I say it is wrong? Because I see the pattern in Jesus Christ. Look for your pattern in Jesus Christ. Right? Jesus always was retreated to be alone with God. And he prayed all night. It was his habit. Either he would go to the mountain or he would go to the garden or he would go by the sea and pray all night. You cannot be a part of this company and you don't have night watches. You cannot be a part of this company and you, will not, you don't have night watches. You need those watches for yourself and for those that have been assigned to you. I'm talking to laborers. I'm talking to those who have been brought into the vineyard of the Lord to walk. To walk. We must take responsibility. Each and every one of us. Everybody must take responsibility. You must begin to ask God in that prayer, in that place. What? Father, show me, show me, show me. Show me what you want me to see. Show me what you want me to hear. Tell me what you want me to see. And when he shows us, when he shows us, we must, we must be obedient. We must look for strength to be obedient. We must look for strength to be obedient. And the place you find strength is in the same place. They that wait upon the Lord shall what? Shall renew their strength. So we must feed on the word. We must feed on the word. We must fellowship with each other. We must pray in the spirit. And we must wait on the Lord. Call up your brethren one by one. Anyone you are burdened about. Anyone you haven't seen for a while. Find out how they are doing spiritually. Many people are not doing well spiritually right now. There's a wave of slumber. Many people are not doing well right now. There's a wave of slumber. So all those who are wavering in the valley of slumber, praise God, pick them up. Pick them up. And if you are there, you yourself, if you are in that place of weakness, Reach out for help. Reach out for help. I'm just showing us practical, practical things that we'll do on a daily basis. Praise God. Let me read one last scripture. I'm not sure this thing came out the way I wanted it to come out. But that's fine. I'm going to start. I told my husband yesterday. When, when, when Francis was preaching, after listening to Francis and Tokwe, I picked up topics, plenty of topics 
on messages I'll preach at open book. So I told my husband, I said, I've been getting messages. He said, really? I said, yes. He said, so that's what you're going to preach, right? I said, no, I'm taking it to open book. <laughs> I'm going to be preaching it at op during the open book uh, meetings. I said, you're not serious. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So I'm going to start a series on the watchman. Who is the watchman? How to prepare the watchman. How to raise the watchman. It will be every Tuesday um, by 6 p.m. during open book. It's one of the messages I got yesterday. And I tried to teach it today. Uh, oh, Pastor Douglas, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, Revelations chapter 10. I will close from there. This conference is about the book of Revelations. Please let me open one chapter or one verse from the book of Revelations. Hallelujah. But everything we've been teaching is the book of Revelations. Praise God. Now, the revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. What is in that book is what they are, the contents are in the epistles. They are in Zechariah. Right? If you have been walking with the Lord, you have been living out the book. Do you hear what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Now, the next thing you need to do is to become sensitive to the spirit because of timings and seasons. Because there are things that will shortly happen on the earth. That's what they said in chapter 1. I want to show you things that must surely, shortly happen. But your focus, your focus on things that must surely happen or shortly happen is the church. Your focus is the church. Praise God. Your focus is the church. What will happen to the church that will shut this age? Did you hear what I said? What is it that is in the program of God that will happen to the church, the body of Christ, that will close this age, that will cause Babylon to fall? Is the man-child. Is the manifestation of the man-child. Is the birthing of the man-child. So you want to know who is the man-child? What is your contribution? Are you part of the man-child? Should you be a part of the man-child? Who are they? Where are they found? They are found in the spirit. In the realm of the spirit. They are men and women like you and I. They are men that have given up everything to follow Jesus. They are men that follow the lamb wherever he goes. There are men on whose garments there are no spots. There are no wrinkles. They have labored. See, it takes labor to be found without spot and wrinkle. Huh? It takes labor to be found without spots and without wrinkle or any such thing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let me read this. My time is already up. I'm supposed to close by two. So I'll read this and then we'll pray. Pastor Sam, am I leading the prayers? Oh, no, I'm not. Okay. Who is leading the prayers? Huh? Pastor. Pastor Israel. Pastor Israel, I'll eat small of your time, eh? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> And a voice, and the voice which I heard from heaven spoke again unto me. 
and said, Go take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which stands upon the sea and upon the earth. He saw a giant angel put one leg on the sea and put one leg on the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of us know that angels change form in operations? Huh? This same angel with one leg on the sea and another leg on the ground can go on another assignment and he will wear white garments. Am I correct? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which stand upon the sea and the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up. And it shall make thy belly bitter. But it shall be in your mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the hand of the angel and ate, I ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly became bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy. Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings now this is our allocation right now because there are atmospheres that must be shifted there are dimensions that we must enter into this is the time that god is calling the watchmen to eat this book and do what prophesy prophesy the days of prophetic prayers have are upon us the days of prophetic worship are upon us the days of prophetic dances are upon us and the days of prophetic utterings of that which god is saying which you have seen if you see change if you see the destiny of a man prophesy it don't condemn prophesy it as long as you have seen the destiny praise the lord Prophesy your own destiny in Christ. These things I'm saying is not landing well. <clears throat> Hallelujah. You see, let me let me bring it down to practicality. We've been praying. We prayed and fasted. There are specific scriptures that the Lord opened to us. That many of us like to labor in the spirit, praying in other tongues. Now, as wonderful as praying in other tongues is, the place where God wants us now is to begin to prophesy the word of God into the atmosphere. Eh? Begin to prophesy the destiny of the church into the atmosphere. Now, and I know that there is a place to pray in tongues. The praying in other tongues has its place. It has its place in the building up of a believer's life. Okay? It has a place in praying out the mind of God and the will of God. It has its place in giving angelic instructions. It has its own place in speaking to the Father in words that you do not understand. However, you must prophesy. And every man has been called to do this. So it is not the job. I'm not talking about prophets. In a prayer meeting, they saw, I saw this and this and this and that. Right? 
Some things this, this prophets even see should not even be said out. We want to let that, I want to start teaching us that wisdom here now. <clears throat> Going forward in our retreats, we'll no longer be giving who, what did you see? And I'll just give you a microphone and you just say it out openly. I want to hear it first. And discern whether it should go out openly or not. Because the church must begin to be, to operate with certain levels of wisdom that is higher than the wisdom of the serpent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. However, that which we see in the scriptures, like I was saying, you prophesy it, you speak it out in the place of prayer. It's a sword of the spirit. It will resound. Babylon has fallen. But if it's what they are showing you, you declare it, you declare it, you declare it. The word of the Lord, I will go before you. I will make rivers in the wilderness. I will plant trees in the desert. You pro Sir? First Corinthians chapter 14. Okay, let's, Pastor Donald is pointing a scripture out to me. Let's just read it so that we can be blessed by it. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. That's right. That's rather that you may what? Prophesy. So people, this scripture, people think that it will be fulfilled by you becoming a prophet. Not necessarily. We prophesy the counsel of God. We prophesy the word of God. That's what the word of God is meant for. For us to bring forth. For us to birth that word of God. For you to birth that word of God. You must speak it forth. Prophesy it. Prophesy it. Yes, Lord, you will build rivers in the wilderness. Yes, Lord, you will give me the treasures of darkness. Yes, Lord, you will give me riches in secret places. Yes, Lord, the undefiled, the unclean shall no longer come to us. Before, I used to say that, in fact, up until very recently, I felt it, was, it is part of the natural habitation of believers, garden of believers, that whenever the congregation of believers that... Um, some sorcerers will be there. Some deceivers must be there. Some evil people will be there. And I supported myself with scriptures from Jude. Right? Spots in your feast. They come to feast with you, but they are black spots in your feast. Having eyes full of adultery. Wandering stars. Twice dead. So, I'm like, they, no, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. Because in the book of Revelations, we have a church. The Smyrna church, right? We have another church, the Philadelphian church, right? The unclean was kept away from them. Huh? There was no unclean. They couldn't find. In this other church, they said, I, I have some of you that are walking with me in white. So it was a mixed multitude. Some were walking in white. Some had their garments defiled. But in Philadelphian church, no, everybody's garment was good. He said, hold fast to that which you already have. That's the instruction there. Don't let it go. Hold it. And I said, okay, Lord. Now, where are the scriptures? What can, we, what can we pray? What can we talk to God about? And then this scripture suddenly began to open to me. I suddenly began to see it. Psalm 1. The wicked shall not stand in judgment. So when Jesus appears in the midst of the church to judge the church, there shall be no wicked. Why? The wicked shall not stand in his judgments. Hallelujah. The word of God would have gone forth. In prophecy, the word of God declared to him. Hallelujah. Now, it is important for you to know that the people...
patience of the saints is very important that you watch over the word for a season in a season the word of god you push it you put pressure on god's word right you put pressure on god's word this is not an overnight battle even though it's an overnight battle because you don't know which of the nights that your victory will come am i correct so you stay at it you prophesy it you declare it you declare it you declare it the lord gave somebody a dream gave my sister actually a dream and taught me this instructed me on this that's how to kill snakes in our midst did you hear what i said in that dream it was belt there were two snakes that were to be killed and it was belt that was given and they were using the belt to hit the snake and she called me said this is what i saw about you i said belt of truth that's the word of god that's the word of god another sister god had sent another sister also to give me this dream this was last year 2022 right early 2022 she said i saw you sitting in an office and pastor was doing this washing the wall of the cave you know washing 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 and then you were sitting and you were selling belts so you had many belts that you were selling so i took my teaching the word more seriously however it's beyond teaching the word it's training the people to fight with the word of god to prophesy the word of god to prophesy the word of god to declare the word of god declare it repeatedly consistently declare the word of god particularly the things that God said he will do. Huh? There are things in the scriptures. There are some writings in David that it was David talking out of his frustrations, out of his desperations, right? You need to read some with open eyes because some are the cries of Jesus. Some are his own. Even though he saw himself in all. Praise God. Hallelujah. But there are scriptures. They are there. They are in Isaiah. They are in Jeremiah. They are in Ezekiel. God said, I, the Lord, will do this. I, the Lord, will do this. I, the Lord, will do this. We prophesy to nations. Right now, we're prophesying to the king nation, right? I mean, to the thief nation. We prophesy to that nation. Hallelujah. I want to stop. I have much more things to say, but I want to stop. Where's Pastor Israel? Hallelujah. You see, the word of God is the sword of the spirit. It is not meant to leave our mouth. It is not meant to leave our mouth. The things that have been written concerning God's people in the times and seasons when it is time to go to Zion. Tell God, Father, it is time for the church to do what? To move to Zion. You said when it is time, you said you will give us wind. You said you will give us strength. It is time you prophesy it. You prophesy. 